0: Welcome back to another episode of the What Everybody Podcast. A beautiful What Everybody Wednesday to you and your loved ones. Speaking of loved ones, Ryan Harris apologizes to John and you today. But the question is, is it a real apology? We shall find out. In other news, small world stuff does it happen it sure does it really does happen so now's the time to grab your favorite pair of airpods or headphones or whatever it is find your favorite lawnmower and go cut the grass while listening to the what everybody podcast so with no further ado
1: ryan
0: and johnny
1: has left, so I am, I am by myself on my own. You know what, buddy? I think I know why you left. Why? Because I watched the last episode and I was a little bit hard on you. I was a little bit hard on you last week. I don't feel bad about it because for sure learn from your mistakes, you know. But yeah, I was a little a little hard on you last week, bud. You know, Hello, hey there, everybody. Yes. Welcome back. Hey.
0: Hey, another episode of the What Everybody podcast. Yeah. My name is uh, Johnny and that's Ryan. Yes. And I'm going to com- complain again this morning because you feel fucking like an implant. I just came from the dentist again.
1: Again, you're just it's going to breeze over my, my intro. You're just not going to pay any attention to what I brought up, huh? What that you're an asshole. <laughs> 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 I was hard. I was hard on you last podcast and I was trying to I was trying to make light of it.
0: <laughs> well listen i mean i did say some stupid shit like you know hotels floating on <laughs> water and shit but you know you but know. I, I do know what a boat is i do know what yeah. a boat
1: is yeah hey i found uh we'll get back to your implant i don't mean to gloss over your point but i, I found a video that i think like emulates our banter last last episode Do you want me to pull that up
0: <laughs> please do Let, let's see what you got all right
1: all right having a bad hair day just for everybody look You look good to me, my man. You look good to me.
0: Thanks, pal.
1: Okay, so here's what happened. Here's what happened. I'm the guy on the left. I'm the guy on the left. You're the guy on the right. So what's going on here? Oh, nut tap. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Here, I'll hit mute. Bear dick
0: punched me, huh?
1: Bear dick punch right there. I'll, I'll hit mute. So I'm the guy on the left. I look like I'm straight out of like a 90s music movie, maybe. And you got a like The funny thing is, the guy on the
0: right actually—the
1: guy on the right actually does look like you, though. <laughs> but that's that's me all the way, buddy. Right there. See, you got the lightsaber. You're, the out, of the Star War- you're out of the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shimmy, I shimmy, of- I shimmy, the- I shimmy. Nut tap. Yeah. Oh man, I would have punched
0: you. <laughs> what a Rightfully nice shimmy so.
1: that was. Rightfully so. What a nice shimmy. Yeah, you know what I yeah. call that? You know what I call that? The shimmy. Smack on the tap.
0: Smack on the tap. I love it. Yeah, uh, the um, smack on the tap. We should bring up our the the the, the bear dick pic of uh, us bear reenacting the bear the bear dick punch <laughs> picture. Like so I'll there's a there's, a there's a there's a meme. There's a meme, yeah, bear dick punch. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. So Ryan and I at back in God, this must have been 2012. We were on tour somewhere and um, we decided we were gonna reenact the bear <laughs> dick punch picture and it I think we did a good job.
1: Um, <laughs> Oh man. So <laughs> I, I'm back to having a hole in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, so you had some dental issues today, huh? See? Si, See? Si, si. I've been dealing with this this fucking implant since February of
0: 21.
1: Okay? So, like a year and two well, two, years. To, two years. Two years and like 3
0: months, okay? So, <laughs> it all starts because they 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 do it wrong and my um my gums reject the implant and push it out. So then I got to wait six months to have it heal. So then I go back, they redo it and put it back in. Now they do it a different way with the cement and it stays cool. Months after that, the tooth comes in. Now we're like, no lie, dude, we're, we're, we're sitting at just under two years when I finally get a tooth on my fucking mouth, right in my mouth. So I, I get the tooth in there. And now today was the, the third time that I've been back since they put the tooth in the mouth because it get it shakes, it loosens over time. And Jeez. so I'm like, well, this is bullshit. I would have never gotten it done. What, what a waste of fucking money. I'm still paying for the fucking thing.
1: Is it a matter of going to a bad dentist? I don't know. I've never had it done before at home. Yeah. Yeah. The first time she fucked up because she thought
0: that I had enough bone in God, my, in my, it hurts so bad, dude. And they, they were like looking at me like I was a fucking pussy because I kept coming in like, I'm in so much pain. Yeah. Like, what the hell? So then, finally, deal with it every day. So they're just like, right, right, right. They're just like, why, like, dude, it looks fine. Meanwhile, when they did it the second time, they did it the right way, which is like you're supposed to put like some kind of like weird cement thing in there that fill the hole, not drill it into your goddamn bone in your goddamn jaw, which is what they did. So then, eventually, makes me my jaw my jaw rejected it and it came out, and I actually was lucky enough to find it before it went down the drain because it came out while I was brushing my teeth. So. When I came back and I showed her the deal, she was so apologetic. All of a sudden, like, they realized, like, wow, this guy really was in pain. His body was rejecting it, and that's why he was in so much pain. I told you that the first time, asshole. (laughs) Right. So then, like, we think it's okay. They tighten it up. The last time she tightened it up, which was the second time, she did a really good job, and it lasted the longest before it got loose again. Well, I go in there today, and it turns out that they're just giving me a whole new tooth now. They took that one off. They remolded my fucking mouth, and now I have to wait until
1: whenever the fuck the new tooth. Now you got to wait like another another six months for that to heal. Uh,
0: No, it's it. It doesn't have to heal. They just put something in there to keep the hole open. It's already because the post is still the uh, implant's still in there. What it is is um, the the molded tooth needs to come back. So last time it took like a month and a half. So all I know is if had I known this was going to go down, I would have saved myself the fucking twenty five hundred dollars. Like. I got used to it. By time they fucking did it again, I was like, I was already used to Yeah,
1: it not now being they, there. Now they put that new one in and you have to get used to it being there and everything. I have zero cavities. Do you know do you, do you realize that? In your entire life? In my entire life I have zero cavities. For a
0: guy who loves ice cream as much as you do. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I love how is all that of the possible? How's that even possible? Snacks
1: just good hygiene, good teeth, good 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 genetic bone density, I guess. I don't know.
0: I'd imagine if you shower 3 times a
1: day, yeah, that you probably brush your teeth 6 or 7 times a day. I don't brush them 6 or 7 times a day, but it's I, I it's a solid 3 to 4. Yeah. I smell good, baby. Wow. I smell good. Yeah. I chipped my front tooth Ooh. when I was like 8. That's the only thing I chipped my front tooth.
0: This is a boring fucking episode. We're talking about...
1: Well, hey, you brought it up. I got some pet peeves we could talk no. about. You, 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 Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What time of the day do you think it's appropriate to start building construction? No, uh, I mean, like, right, if, if you want, uh, hold on, listen, because I, I'm going to say this. Cause side note, if you hear anything, if you, I'm doing podcast from my apartment, if you hear anything, it's been a noisy morning.
0: Okay, okay. Let me just say that if we go by normal people's hours, because yeah. I don't live normal people hours, nine a.m. should be the starting point. No earlier fair. than nine a.m. That's fair. That's fair. But I just do notice that, like, for whatever reason, these jerk offs want to end their day early, so they're like, "We're just going to start at 8 o'clock." Mm-hmm. Who the fuck do you think you are doing that?
1: Eight a.m. It was 8 a.m. and not not, it wasn't 8 a.m. like we're we're doing some stuff. It was 8 a.m. like drilling on pipes that are like shaking the walls and it was like like literally like just ridiculous noise, dude, right by my head. It must have been like right next to my bedroom. You know
0: what's even worse than this? Let me with the same question. Yeah. Let me ask you this. What is an appropriate hour? For the fucking landscaper to come across with the fucking and the weed well, fucking the, oh trimmer.
1: dude the freaking the the little because uh, those motherfuckers started 7.30 at my yeah. fucking
0: house not the weed blower the the thing not blowers <laughs> the, you know <laughs> oh ee, not
1: ee. <laughs> I got you yeah it's a different not that, ee. not that a yeah okay the <laughs> those dudes started like seven a.m. man. I hear Dude, that. Then that's early. bullshit. They w- and they wake me up. And
0: that yeah. bothers me because when they start at 7 a.m., I went to bed at fucking 6.30. You see yeah. what I'm saying? That's fucked up.
1: Now, that is, and I'm guilty as well because I go to bed late, get up a little bit later than I should, you know? So I factor that into it. Like, I'm not going to be. I won't
0: bitch at 9 a.m., 7 a.m.? I'm not. You're yeah, right. I'm
1: not going to be 9, 9.30, 10 o'clock. I'm not cranky guy. I'm not cranky guy anymore because that's on me. I'm cranky guy, but that's on me. I'm cranky, right. but it's on right. me. Yes, it's cranky, but it's on me. But 8 a.m., I'm cranky because it's on you. Not you, Johnny U, right. but them, you know, the
0: people. No, no, but it is it is me, Johnny U.
1: It's on me. Dude, I shit, I shit you not. I'm not making this up. It, there was one point where it was like I heard like a bell, like a ding. I was like, what are you? T- it, how does that even happen?
0: You it should have been like, you know what that bell is, motherfucker? That's round one of me coming out knocking one. you the fuck out,
1: bitch. That's round one <laughs> of whoop-ass coming at you.
0: They're construction so, workers. They're uh, probably
1: pretty tough. They could probably handle themselves. I don't know. Probably not. You want to hear a cool story, though? Check this I'd, out. I'm yeah. At, this is the coolest thing about living in
0: Los Angeles is when shit like this happens. I'm at the Ralphs. It's like 1.30 in the morning, or at 12.30 at night because they close at 1. It's late. There's a guy in front of me. Now, I'm looking at this guy thinking to myself, I wonder if this guy is homeless. Probably what people think about when they look at me. And that's <laughs> what, And I came to that conclusion after I figured out who it was I was talking to. So I look at this guy. He's got dreadlocks like halfway down his, uh, down his chest. And, um, but what made me want to talk to him was he had a ginormous bag of cat litter, seven cans of cat food mm-hmm. and six bags of Pepperidge farm cookies of assorted flavors.
1: That would that, make me assume uh, that he's not homeless.
0: Right. I, I mean, I kind of assumed he wasn't homeless by this, but what right. ma- really made me know that it wasn't homeless was when I started talking to him and he told me about his one cat was like 23 years of age and he's like, oh, wow. he's like, yes, she's like, it was, she's like, he's like, yeah, it was my grandmom's cat and that cat looks at me every day and just says, just kill me and it was just funny. Jeez, but then so he said, sad. I've also, he goes, I also got six dogs, I got a big yard, and I instantly knew that he wasn't
1: homeless. So then at this point. maybe he does have a big yard because he sleeps in the park. Maybe. Also, do you hear the construction? Still going on? I'm pissed. He's got a big yard. So at this point, we both,
0: he didn't want to talk to me at first. I did pick up on that. But when I started talking to him about the stuff I was talking to him about, and then when he realized I had no idea who he was, he then started making eye contact with me and then started talking to me. And at this point, when I figured out he wasn't a homeless guy and he figured out that I wasn't some big fan, we were, started looking at each other and like eyeing each other out. Like, why do I feel like I'm supposed to know who this guy is and I don't kind of thing? We both had the same look like, who's this guy? Should I, should I know who he is? Right? Kind of thing. Because I'm looking at him and he's got a Vans footwear hat. He's got these custom vans like mine, like the same model, the the the, uh, the high tops, you know, yeah. uh, but like in like a weird camouflage thing going on. And like, whatever he, he's done, he's in front of me, he pays. I'm like, all right, man, take it easy later. So then uh, I'm walking out to my car and he's getting into his truck and he's getting into a fucking truck that is a rich person's pickup truck. It's brand new, totally tricked out. Super expensive looking, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and it, and it's our this eyes look, crossed. And I, the, the, no, no, no. This the, the the last time that this happened to me. We it had a sucks moment. because I was at a, I was in I was in Philly back in the '90s, and I was at a warehouse party for the band Dandelion, and I ran into Jeff Labar from Cinderella. And at the time, it was really uncool to like anybody from glam rock. Like glam rock was not cool, and nobody like got attention from glam rock. So I went up to him like. Are you Jeff Labar? And he's like, Yeah, man, what's going on? And he wanted to talk to me, and I was like, All right, later. And I just took off. Just I, I was like, Fuck, I should have talked. And I'm like, Fuck, I should have just talked to Jeff Labar. So the same thing happened. I see the guy. He looks at me, and I see, him, and he look, and he's he's giving me that look of like, Yo, man, if you want to talk, we can talk. And I was like, All right, man, take it easy. Have a good evening. And I took off. So then I'm really intrigued on who this fucking guy is. So I go home. And I'm like, OK, Google Vans, Van, Google Vans, shoes, skateboarder, dreadlocks. All these young people came up. I'm like, OK, that ain't going to work. I'm like, old school van skater skateboarder. I scroll down I'm like, boom, look who I was just fucking talking to. Guess. I don't really know anything about skaters. Tony Alva. Do you know who Tony okay. Alva is? I don't. You know nothing about skaters. No, nope. I know nothing about skaters. Okay, Tony Alvers, or Tony Alva, was good on him though. He's apparently he was basic, made well of his life, dude. He, dude, he was Lords of Dogtown. You ever seen the movie? Never to heard of it. He's one of those okay. dudes. This guy is, dude. Yeah, and he's like the founding founder, founding founder of those dudes with like Stacy Peralta. This dude yeah. is one of the founding fathers of modern day skateboarding. <laughs> Like, when you say, like, oh, that dude's a legend, this dude is truly, straight up, a fucking legend. If there's a, ska- if there's a skateboarding Hall of Fame, this fucking dude's in it, guaranteed. Do me a favor, just so the, the listeners can understand that you understand. Will you Google Tony Alva right now, just for yourself? You don't need to bring anything up. Take a look at who Tony Alva is real quick, please. I'll do it for you, T-O-N-Y-A-L-V-A. Oh, he plays bass, too. Uh, he's... 65 years maybe old. Maybe I should talk to. 65. Wow, he looked good. Yeah. yeah, dude. Just like just real quick. Uh, what did Tony of invent? Or when well, he invented his own skateboarder? But he was just like a he's. Look up his net worth. That should be interesting. Well, I don't think of the inventor. Alva oh, is yeah, considered yeah. the originator, an originator
1: of, fr- of vertical skating and is credited as one of yeah. the first skateboarders to successfully pull a front side air. That moment captured on film by photographer Glenny e. Friedman is considered by many to be the birth of modern skateboarding. That's cool. Boom. Dig it. Okay, so like now put it into perspective. He's looking at me,
0: probably thinking I'm some skateboarding fan because I'm wearing these neon pink fucking high-top Vans on my shoes. Got my fucking Adidas on and shit like that. Right. So he probably thought, like, I knew who he was. But the second he realized that I had no idea who he was, you could immediately tell he started thinking, like, no, no. no. He started thinking, like, well, who's this guy? (laughs) Like, Because, like, you could
1: tell. We both got scruff. We both got long hair. We both got rad Vans on. We gotta be friends. I bet you what? We should know each other.
0: No, I bet, I bet you when he pulled away, he had the same thought that I had when I pulled away, which is, I wonder who the fuck that guy was. Maybe. You know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a cool looking guy. I look like I'd be a skater. I understand why he didn't want to talk to me. He's probably great. Somebody recognized me at one o'clock. You
1: dressed like an athlete. One o'clock in you
0: know? the uh, check out these old school, bringing them back. The green ones. Look at that. It's been a look while. Look at
1: that tracksuit, suit <laughs> Yeah, but then look
0: at the other side. Yeah, they're ripped. That other
1: side Bad seen design. better days. Adidas
0: man. these Adidas pants, my critique of them is they're poorly constructed. Like the new models they don't have last these long. things where they, they have don't these last new, long. No, these lines that come down here and they're stitched. All mm-hmm. pairs that I have with the stitched lines right there, they're all there's all a hole there in every pair. Yeah. I shipped my pants the other day.
1: <laughs> Proceed.
0: I, I was staying on somebody else's couch too. It was horrible.
1: It was just not cool. Um, okay. So like let me let me let me we're uh, leave let it me there. be let's, a let me be a good No, Let me be a good podcast. Next let me be a good podcast host here. Because last episode we talked about you fell asleep on somebody else's couch with a Tommy burger, same a couch. Chili Burger. Yeah. It's chili burger. Yeah. And you the rolled over day, onto the burger the day and sh- made it made a chili mess right, right. on the couch. Yeah. And so the next day you shit that same couch the, the, with what I would assume day, was that same chili the, burger. The,
0: the, the next day said couch, I, uh, ordered, uh, Chinese food, extra spicy. Yeah. And drank Tasty. white claws all night. So I, I just thought I Solid had, plan. I thought I just had norm thought I had normal gas happening. I didn't think it was anything more than, you know, maybe a little purple <laughs> coming out of my asshole. <laughs> and, uh, it was one of those, Ooh. Moments, but it actually, it actually, it actually hit the fabric though. Like oh, when no. I went to take care of it, it was like it, it like it hit the fabric,
1: the couch Not on fabric? The couch
0: in my in my pants.
1: Okay. No, no. Well, the well, good thing is, I thought I, you meant the you couch know what? fabric. It did.
0: No, 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 no. Check it out. check it out. Because you have it didn't holes hit the couch fabric, in your pants. But it did. It did. It did reach the sheet covering the uh, the the uh, the couch.
1: I am probably never going to ask you to house-sit for me. No offense. I hope none taken. I just... uh, uh no, that's cool. You just eliminated me of feeling obligated to do something for a friend. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, also, um, yeah, no, that... Bro, would you like Febreze it? <laughs> Shout out Febreze. Yeah. <laughs> You got to burn that sheet.
0: Uh, no, dude, like it was weird. I went to the bathroom like, wow, there's like ch- there's chunk. There's chunks in my underwear. I'm like, wow, oh, man. <laughs> oh,
1: it's so gross, dude.
0: <laughs> you and can see the, the chili flakes from the fucking Chinese food. OK, so. No, but where I'm staying has got a bidet. It's awesome. Doesn't so, at least fix I had underwear, that go for me, you, which is
1: nice. What did you do? No, with your but it,
0: it fixed my asshole. <laughs> right.
1: What did you do, do with your them. underwear? You flushed them? I washed them. You flushed no, your I washed underwear? washed them. Washed them. Washed your underwear. I washed them. Where do you, how the fuck do you get flush out of wash? I thought you said flushed. It doesn't make sense. I know. I was like, well, you're going to clog the drain. For sure. <laughs> but that's not what you said. All right, cool. So shit on said
0: couch and then go fucking clog their toilet with said dirty underwear. <laughs> yeah, man. You're a
1: bad house, ho- or bad house. What's it called? House sitter. House sitter. Yes. You're a bad house sitter. Yeah. Sounds like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Bad house, house sitter. sitter starring I, Johnny. Year, I should be the starring Johnny shits his pants.
0: Well, they they call me they they call me shitsies for a reason. You know, that yeah, was my nickname. It's in not books. a full
1: movie. It's a short. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a short film I'm
1: making for class. Fade from black. Johnny is be laying the on the couch. What? I'm going to tell you the premise right now. Would you like me to fade from black? Johnny yeah, is please. lying sleeping. Johnny is lying sleeping on the couch. <laughs> it's 3 p.m. He's got a fresh bag of Tommy burger on his stomach. The cat makes a noise and Johnny, rest- Johnny, Johnny moves rest- restlessly. He rolls over onto his Tommy burger. You keep it to me Tommy burger like, it really makes me want some <laughs> causing it to look like he shat himself on the couch. Three hours later, Johnny wakes up hungry, Urgh, cranky, Hungry. Good thing I have my Tommy burger. Oh, damn it. Where'd it go? I don't know. I don't realize that I'm laying on it because I can't feel things that normal people feel. So he stands up. So I go uh, back to bed. Yeah. He stands up to, to go have a smoke. He looks down and realizes that he's crushed his beloved Tommy burger. You still ate it. Didn't you?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Why waste it? That's a waste of money.
1: I'm getting the vibes oh, that you it. don't like that. I'm making fun of you right now. I'm getting the vibe that your apology, the way we started this
0: episode, doesn't mean shit. <laughs> yeah, that would be a
1: correct vibe. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, are we dude, supposed I, to be listen, boring and not fair, talk about each it's other? Fair, it's fair to say that I set myself up. Yeah, I you haven't know, even mentioned the great. fact that you were an hour late to today. It's all good. It's all good. Did you prepare anything to uh, talk to me about today? Do you have anything? Well, I just talked to you about a few things. I talked about shit in my pants. I talked to you about the implant. <laughs> I, look
0: sto- I look up, I look up stories
1: what? and I look up stories and topics. And Johnny's like, oh. I told you
0: about Tony Alva. I told you my, my Tony Alva story. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, true. True. I, it's true. I got a lot of it's shit true. today. I read this story. You probably knew about this. This is not a not a recent story, but you know, Eagles of Death Metal, the band. So they opened for Guns yep. N' Roses in like two thousand and six. It was like the Chinese democracy, Guns N' Roses. It sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> well, they were supposed to do they were supposed to do like three weeks with with them. Now, if you listen to Eagles of Death Metal, I can understand why. I guess they didn't get a good reception.
0: They're a great and, they're a great fucking band though.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're cool. But to open for Guns N' Roses, it's like I, I guess my point is that Axl Rose came out on stage after Eagles of Death Metal's first show, and he called them Pigeons of Shit Metal, and then he's like, don't worry, you won't have to listen to them anymore, because they're getting kicked off the tour.
0: Wow. Yeah. That happened?
1: Yeah, it happened.
0: Th- th- that has to be like a something happened. Something had to
1: happen. Yeah, happened. yeah. Well, so, like, I read all these articles to try to figure out, like, what it is, and there's, like, speculation, and, like, Jesse Hughes, who's a singer from Eagles of Death Metal, he's like, whoa we won the crowd over by the end of the by the end of our set and Axel wasn't even there for it because he showed up late so he didn't even see our set and this and that and Axel Rose said that he did it because the Guns N' Roses crowd didn't like that band and he didn't want him on tour and he just had a asshole moment as he does you know but <laughs> he called him pigeons did he fuck Axel's wife or something pigeons of shit metal it's kind of funny something had to have happened Eagles of death metal. Later on, like a couple years later, they did a, uh, all cover album and they called it pigeons of shit metal and they covered it so easy off appetite for destruction. <laughs> it's funny. Like he just, tro- like the best that, part of that, the story, the best part of the story is that Jesse Hughes has since just like trolled Axl Rose every year, according to him. And he says it every year, he'll send Axl Rose a, an email asking him if he wants to do like a collaboration on like a Christmas song with him and stuff. <laughs> He's like, I have yet to get an email in return. <laughs> It's <laughs> just funny. Dude's funny.
0: <laughs> Why did Eagles of Death Metal get kicked
1: Yeah, We opened for um, we opened for him once, did we not? I feel like we opened for Boots Electric. Boots Electric. Boots Electric, yeah. Boots, Boots Electric. Shout out Boots Electric. Yeah. Not the name drop, but hey, happened. Um,
0: 12, 12 years ago, Eagles of Death Metal had the opportunity of a lifetime over in Guys of Roses, but the sweet gig only lasted the concert. Actually, we knocked them pitch into Ship Metal at the very first show and kicked them off the tour. There's something being left out. We gotta fig. We gotta get the bottom of this. We gotta get to the There's bottom. No,
1: I, I'm telling you, there there is no bottom of it because it's. Uh, I think urban no legend might be the incorrect term, but it's like it's been like a vague thing ever since it happened. Like, why did that happen? He had to have like made eye contact with him backstage or something. or Did something he didn't didn't like, you know, off the scene, to cause him to react that way. Yeah,
0: and and are they're all like they're nice dudes in that band like you know they don't they're not like fucking asshole guys you know they're not like axel <laughs> you know what i'm saying they're not like, Lockhart, like <laughs> or a fucking ian ian what's the guy from fucking uh the cult uh asbury ian, uh, ashbury yeah yeah what's I, up I told him? you that story about how i got in trouble when we were... No, i told you how i got in trouble
1: i never See, told you this that is an interesting I, I, story you had to
0: have talked about it uh so Ian's rocking around. Okay, the Knives. Night, uh, God. What years? This must have been like two thousand seven. The Knives were on the um, the West Coast leg of the Jägermeister tour with the Cult, and I don't okay. even remember what other bands were on it. But it was, we were one of three openers opening for, the, for cult. the Cult. Okay, and for the Cult, the Cult was headliner, and Ian was walking around, and you know he was walking down the stairs, and he had his big fucking. Now people wear like a a rabbit's foot as like a fucking good luck charm. He had like, I don't know, he must have fucking cut off a raccoon's tail and fucking wearing a raccoon's tail down as like a oh, yeah, fucking leg or I, whatever. I've seen bands do that. And, and we were playing the, I want to say it was called the pageant in, in St. Louis. And I'm walking up the backstage stairs up to the, the, the dressing room and he's walking down the stairs and I guess I bumped into him by accident.
1: The next day... Tour manager comes in. Did you say hi or talk or anything? Or it's just like you just cross paths and you bump them?
0: We cross paths. I bumped in. I'm like, oh, sorry, man. Or whatever, you know? Yeah. Whatever. It was an accident. So the next day, uh, tour manager rolls into our dressing room. (laughs) He goes, (laughs) I don't know which one of you guys bumped into Ian last night, but don't ever let that happen again. And then he walked out. I was like, their tour manager said that that to you? Yeah, well, to, to to our band, they walked into our yeah. our dressing room and, and was just like, "I don't know which one of you bumped into Ian last night, but don't ever let it happen again." And then he just walked out. I was like, "Wow, that just happened." And did you have any <laughs> other really interaction since then? No, they were like they were they were never like around. They, you didn't see them around too much. But
1: yeah. I'll tell you what, though,
0: how cool it was to sit there and watch the Colt every night. That was fucking. They're such a great band. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but what a cunty move, man! It's like if someone bumps into you, if it pisses you off that you're going to mention it to your tour manager, just turn around and say, "Hey, man, hey, man, sorry, I didn't mean to do that." How about the response? "Hey, man,
0: no worries." Yeah, you know, like, like, why make an issue out of that? <laughs> oh, because you're the opening band, and I want to let you know what your place is. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking stupid. You know what I should have done is the next day I should have fucking gave him a fucking hip check against the wall as
1: I walked by him. Yeah, dude. hip
0: check. Hip trip. Yeah. Get, you're gonna kicked get kicked off. Kicked off. If
1: you're going to get kicked well, off, make it worth it.
0: <laughs> yeah. We were, we were out there for like five or six shows. It was fucking great, though. Yeah. It was, um That was fun. Didn't That's get to play move. LA. Our last show was like the day before LA. <laughs> it was horrible. I did, though, get to play LA, the Jägermeister Tour, twice in LA as one offs, just the LA show, once opening for Stone Sour and once opening for Shadows Fall. At the, wil- you, at you the were, Wilter.
1: With Cherry Monroe, we were slated to open for Motley Crue for like a month. And the last show, you I think me. the last show was even either in Cleveland or Pittsburgh or something. It was like, you know, close to home. And then that fell through. They offered Didn't, us, us Backstreet Boys. <laughs> That's the face I made. It? No, we were offended. In hindsight, we absolutely 100% should have taken it. But we were like, at the time, we were offended, dude. We were like... We're supposed to go out with Motley Crue, and you offer us Backstreet Boys. I've been talking about Cherry Monroe a lot lately.
0: Yeah, Weird. you know it's uh in a good way or bad ways. It bring back a, an emotion of a uh, of of of, of uh, happiness, sadness, disappointment. Like yes, <laughs> all the above. All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> yeah. It's warm in here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> You know, um, while we're on the topic of old bands, yeah, you know, I, I, I think about the knives a lot. I, I don't know if you ever have this thought, like, I know that you and I talk about this thought with Warner drive and, and everything. Uh, I actually was talking to Johnny about this the other day, you know, because, you know, we were talking about everything going on with the Mercury riots and, you know, everything going on with you and, and this stuff and that stuff. And. You know, and and Water Drive came up in 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 in, in topic of conversation, and he, and he, and he, you know, he's like, uh, I, I forget what he said, but I, I I responded by saying, you know, had we not stopped, I I you know, I don't see why it wouldn't have worked. It was already working at a rapid pace, yeah. so mm-hmm. it, it like um you know, we just we just stopped doing it the way we used to. Like, for those who don't know, there was a point in time where Warner Drive was doing 250 shows a year. And every year, we did that for like three years straight. Like, then every year after, it just like kind of dwindled more and more and more. And then it just came to a point where, you know, some others were, you know, had opportunities that they couldn't pass up. Do you ever get the thought um, where it would be now if Cherry Monroe never broke up never, you know, left universal. Oh, I think about it all the time. Better yet, better yet, better yet. Let's say, going back to your Motley Crue Backstreet Boys little fucking thing there, (laughs) said douche manager, if you're ever listening, I hope you're listening out there. If you're (laughs) out there... Absolutely, 100% is not... Well, you never know. He might be just curious. And if he was yeah. or anybody who knows him, you can tell him I think he's the biggest douche ever. And that's what gives people in the music business a bad name is people like Back him. to
1: your question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's out of my system. I so, like that you have my uh, back.
1: I appreciate, I appreciate you well, having the, my back because I know it comes from a place of caring. Hey, it comes from a place of caring. And, and what am I? I'm a man of principle.
0: Exactly. And that guy's fucked up. Let's say that guy's not in the picture. Let's say it was a different manager who didn't have his own self-interest and you did do the Motley Crue Tour. Where are you today if you realistically looked at it? a different – if you were able to look at how you guys saw it happening at that moment in time and what your mindset was before all the disappointment and it was still the excitement – and that Motley crew offer comes in. This and the other thing. If from that moment, if you can jump back into that moment of time and think, this is where we're going to be, and that's what you really believed that moment that this is where we're going to be in twenty years or like fifteen years. What
1: what what would it be today? I don't think any good question. One... question huh? It's a good like question. question. It's a very long, very long yeah. question, but it's a good question. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any one tour. Like had we done that tour, or had we, this or that, would have. But that—that's not the question. Know. It's a momentum builder. That one tour is a momentum right. builder. Right. It gives you—it gives you like clout or whatever, and, and, and gets you in front clout. of a lot
0: of fucking people every day.
1: And it gets you on another tour, and it gets you on another tour, and it gets you on another tour. Um, I think we could have had a career with it, you know. But that's just me being biased because that I, is the I, most. Boring answer that you could have given. How is it boring? Do you think if you would have stayed
0: together, you would have kept doing well? No. Like, like what do you think? What, like, do you think? Would have had a career. Okay, cool. Would it have been a successful career? Like, were you guys, like, where do you, what do you think your trajectory was with right management? realistically at that time, go back to where music was, what you guys were doing, what you'd already accomplished. What was the trajectory planned by when Universal signed you, what they pictured it was going to be?
1: Well, in that case, that is a tough question. I don't really know. <laughs> Still a good question. Still a good question.
0: I'll tell you what I thought was going to happen with the Knives. I'll answer my up that question. It was all answer, going Yeah, great.
1: answer your own question.
0: You know, I mean... Had we signed to Volcom Entertainment at a time that there was a very pivotal point for us, um, that was essentially the point where, like, I guess not equivalent to the manager thing because nobody fucked us but ourselves uh, because we didn't know how to navigate. But had we signed that Volcom deal, I think the Knives today, the guitar player would be dead. I think that um, we probably would still be a band with a different guitar player, Uh, Maintaining like an Eagles of Death Metal type of career because I think we were doing well We were writing cool songs, but we had a guy who was a a really bad drug addict at the time And I don't know what he's up to today, but had he been given a platform of that level I think he 150% would have died. Oh, it
1: would have been it would have been like he would have used it for He would have used his powers for evil
0: yeah, he would just yeah. he would have had That's the tough.
1: access to do as many drugs as he wanted. He just would have fucking died. That was one thing yeah. about us that we didn't have. We weren't that kind of we didn't have any substance issues in that band. Who knows if they would have developed?
0: You have you've, you've been pretty lucky with that.
1: Um cuz Warner have, Drive had have. no have. Yeah.
0: Warner Drive I I had the worst substance abuse problem oh. with marijuana. And like, if to say, you know, like, I mean, like that just made me like happy to be said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll tell no, you of all, you know, of all the bands, of all the bands I've been in touring with Warner drive was the easiest because it's like a group of people that know everybody's buttons and we just didn't push them, you know? Well, mo- most of the time didn't push them.
0: We didn't. It, it, and, and that's so rare. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. you know what I think that comes down to? I, I think there's got to be a level of, um. Respect. I I, I was going to say respect. I was just trying to think of a better
1: word. Maturation, I think early on it, you know?
0: Yeah. I think early on in water drive, everybody was feeling each other out, but I think it's just, you know what ultimately it comes down to, man, is the personality of the person. You know, there was not, there weren't any hardcore
1: narcissist in the band. What's that saying? The sum is greater than the whole of its parts. I think that's I've it. Never heard this. To me trying to sound smart. You're of course you're not gonna know that. The sum is greater than the whole of its parts. What the fuck's that supposed to mean? Of course you're not gonna it, know that. That was so <laughs> condescending. <laughs> that was a little as bit fuck. Low. That was a little bit low. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus bad, Christ. We're still friends? We still friends? How did this
0: episode start? How did this episode start? Hey man, I <laughs> was apologizing was you last about week. I just picked you? on you all week. And how this, this episode all end? Week, uh,
1: by you doing the same yeah. thing you did
0: <laughs> <laughs> for the whole fucking episode. No. And on that <laughs> note. <laughs> on that note, everybody, thanks for hanging out this week. Uh, we've been positive ball of energy. We're very proud of uh, of that. Uh Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. But like, subscribe, t- and report. And uh report Johnny. We'll see you next week. Yeah, well, this is episode 79. That means our next episode is going to be episode 80. Right? That's so how 80, math works. D-
1: yeah. That's how math works. Like, yeah. 79.80. Like,
0: so you know, one, <laughs> listen, I got one last thing. I I never three. I never I never talked I never talk politics. And I'm not gonna say anything political. And the person that I'm gonna say said something really funny to me. Okay. I think is the biggest loser piece of shit ever. Okay. With that being said, Ron DeSantis said the fucking stupidest, funniest fucking thing that I've, I've heard a politician say into a microphone in a long time. He's like, I don't care what you say. Two plus two equals four. Anyway, you dice it. Like, anyway, on that note, two plus wow. two means we're the fuck out of here. You cut that out, okay? You cut, you'll cut, you cut that piece out. Back to what I was saying. Um, Hey, everybody, thanks for coming by this week. Uh, We enjoyed your your presence. We're going to be back next week with episode 80. 80 is a big number. We're going to try to get a guest in here for 80. We'll see what we can do. Don't hold us. Comes after 79 and after 69 as well. And don't hold me to account on the guest thing. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best, Harris. I reached out to a I few like people this last you, week. I,
1: I like chatting with you. So what happens? happens. I, I know you, you know do, do
0: because like you, you haven't been to your Muay Thai class, so you haven't been punching anything. So instead, I'm your fucking punching bag these days. So verbal punching there bag. There we go. Verbal punching bag. There Johnny we go. Verbal punching there we go. Yeah. yeah. Johnny verbal punching bag. There's the name of the episode. With that there being said, everybody like, subscribe, report, tell your friends about it if you can. Share it with a friend. Share it with your mom. She probably hate us, but hey, Long most moms do goodbye long-winded goodbye hey for uh for ryan harris i'm johnny you we'll talk to you next week later